this evening I'm looking for four readings. The first is going to be John 10 verses 31 to 34. The second is John 6 39 to 41. The third is John 6 42 to 45. The fourth is John 14 26 to 20. This evening we're asking the question why are you here? So today we're tackling one of the greatest subjects in the world. For what purpose were you born? So we're going to look at that and see what the word of the Lord is saying about why are you here? Why were you chosen to walk this earth? You're going to start questioning yourself. All right, so why are you here? Let me just give a little special anointing over all the readers. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for your word and we thank you for the readers that are going to be delivering your word. Guide their mouth, dear Lord. May they speak your truth with clarity and purposefulness. And we ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, and amen. Today, we try to tackle a subject why are you here? Why are we here? Why are all of us here? This is one of the greatest subjects in the world. For what purpose were you born? It cannot be that we came to this experience merely for the purpose of making a living, doing housework, bookkeeping or whatever our lot in life may be all for the privilege at last of laying ourselves down to die it couldn't be that we just came into this experience just to work hard and then die doing only those things means that we have not yet found our destiny. The moment, however, that we identify God, infinite consciousness, as our individual consciousness, we will break through our environment regardless of how limited it may seem. Hear me, somebody. We now come to one of the greatest subjects in the world. For what purpose we were born. You yourself have questioned yourself in the past. And say it cannot be that we came to this experience merely for the purpose of making a living. And then just laying down and die. Doing only those things means that we have not found our destiny. The moment, however, that we identify God, infinite consciousness, as our individual consciousness, we will break through our environment, regardless of how limited it may seem to be. The urge comes. There's an urge that will come. I must 
find my purpose on earth. There is a high purpose here for all of us. For it is written in your law. This is what Jesus said. For it is written in your law, ye are gods. Always the master was trying to lift up this false sense of selfhood to its true identity. God, which we are. Jesus was telling his people to be just what he was. Now, let's go to the scriptures and then we will come back and see what God is is leading us this evening. Where is he taking us? He's opening our eyes to something. What is that something? So we will start. First reader, John 10, verses 31 to 34. Again, his Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? We are not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claimed to be God. Jesus answered them, it is not written in your law I have said ye are gods the second is John 6 39 to 41 and this is the will of him who sent me that I shall lose none of all those he has given but raise them up at the last day for my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in Him shall have eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. And this the Jews there began to grumble about Him, because He said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. Praise be to God. Amen, amen, amen. The third is John 6, 42 to 45. And they said, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he says, I came down from heaven? Jesus therefore answered and said unto them, Murmur not among yourselves. No man can come to me except the Father which has sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall be all taught of God. Every man, therefore, that hath heard and hath learned of the Father cometh unto me. Amen. Amen to God to give the glory. The fourth is John fourteen twenty six to 28. But the Comforter, who is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, 
whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If ye love me, ye will rejoice, because I said, I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. Praise be to God. Thank you all so very, very much. John 6 and 40 stated, And this is the will of him that sent me. Jesus is speaking. He said, And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life. If you can actually see or feel God working through some person, then you must recognize that what is true of him must be true of you. Because his experience was like yours until the Spirit touched him. The purpose of spiritual truth is to raise you up into a realization of your true identity. Hear me somebody. The purpose of spiritual truth is to raise you up into a realization of your true identity. If you can believe that you have witnessed a trace of spiritual or God consciousness emanating from any spiritual teacher, any spiritual person, then you are believing that the Son is in him. And the minute that you believe that the Son is in him, you yourself are saved. You are lifted up so that you know what is true of him is true of your own identity. Otherwise, it will not be true at all. God is no respecter of person. If it is true for somebody, it is true for you. Look back on the history of all spiritual leaders and you will discover that something happened in their housewifely or clerky minds which awakened them to the fact of the Christ as their own being, to the fact of their own being as the Son. What is true for Christ is true for you. Then we look at the verse before that. John 69, Jesus said, 6 and 39, Jesus said, And this is the will of him that sent me. This is Jesus speaking now. John 6 and 39, you heard it. And this is the will of him that sent me. That everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up on the last day. 
the realization of the sun within will raise your own individual being to that point where you can agree that anything that has been true of the spiritual leaders of the past is the truth about you because it is the same I appearing as you and as me. Are you hearing me, somebody? Jesus is speaking. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. The realization of the sun within will raise up your own individual being to that point where you can agree that anything that has ever been true of the spiritual leaders of the past is the truth about you because this is the same I appearing as you and me now John 6 and 41, we see the Jews starting to murmur. The Jews then murmured at him because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. How human beings hate to hear that. They hate to hear that. How it antagonized them to hear someone say, I have something of God in me. I am the very presence of God. They resent this because they feel that someone is setting himself up as a greater or separate from the rest of them. Not understanding that it is only setting forth a principle for everyone to adopt because what is true of one is true of the other. You understand me? The Jews then murmured at him. Because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. How human beings hate to hear that. How it antagonized them to hear someone say, I have something of God in me. I am the presence of God. They resent this because they feel that someone is setting himself or herself up as a greater or as separate from the rest of them not understanding that is only setting forth a principle for everyone to adopt then we see in John 6 and 42 now and they said is not this Jesus the son of Joseph whose father and mother we know how is it then that he said I come from heaven Jesus therefore answered unto them, Murmur not amongst yourself. He hearing them. He said, Murmur not amongst yourself. No man can come to me except the Father which has sent me draw him, and I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall all be taught of God. That's the word of God. That's what Jesus said. Do you see that? Do you see that Jesus set himself up and glorifies the Christ in him? 
he set himself up and he glorifies the Christ in him but then he turns about and say and they shall be taught of God you get it let, let me let me go through the scripture again this started with John 6 and 42 and they said it's not this Jesus the son of Joseph whose father and mother we know how is it then that he said I come from heaven Jesus therefore answered and said unto them murmured not amongst yourselves no man can come to me except the father which had sent me draw him you hear me you couldn't be on this earth except the father draw you you are walking this ground because your father the father draw you not because your mother and father did have some intercourse it's because god brought you here no man can come to me except the father which had set set me draw him and I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets. And they shall be all thought of God. Do you see that? Jesus set himself up and glorifies the Christ in him. But then he turns about and says, And they shall be all thought of God. Again. He is minimizing the human selfhood. What we are saying is that God may reveal itself as our individual consciousness. I am the Word became flesh. The beginning of wisdom is when we draw our attention away from the outer world from the world of effect or appearances and begin to realize that power is not in it but in me you have dominion all power is given unto me i have dominion over everything that appears in the world of effect in times of trouble somebody will come to you with a problem or thing annoying at them let us see if we cannot smile within ourselves at least inwardly when they come to you with this problem don't identify with it let us see if we cannot smile at least inwardly not openly in a way to offend or appear to minimize someone's suffering but inwardly smile in the sense of yes but I know that there is no power in the appearance just have that peace inner peace within you yes but I know that there is no power in the appearance if you could say that instead of starting to frighten and and, and, and and lighten more fuel to what they're going through give an inner smile not outwardly because you, you don't want to look to offend them and look like if you're minimizing their suffering because their suffering is really to them but you know you know different so you say yes but I know that there is no power 
in the appearance. The power is in me, in the consciousness of the individual, whether the individual is this one or that one. God, the consciousness of any individual is the power. Hear me, somebody. God, the consciousness of any individual is the power. I no longer hate, fear, or love what appears outside or what mortal man or, 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 or mortal effect can do to me. Stop giving power to numbers, to loaves and fishes because they have no power. I am the power. God, the divine consciousness, must appear as my infinite spiritual supply, as my infinite spiritual body. Now, in order to be able to say yes, when somebody comes to you, remember, you agree with your adversary. You, you agree because you... Um, you wouldn't, you can't fight something that you agree with. You only fight something that you disagree with. And we're not about to be fighting with effects. So you agree with effects. You say yes. You, you can't, you can't, uh, you're not going to fight if you agree. If you and I agree, there's no fighting. But if we don't agree, then you, then you get the, 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 the fighting. But there's no fighting when you agree. So and you're not about to fight with no effects. So you say yes. So you agree, yes. But I know there is no power in the appearance. In order to be able to say yes, there must be an inner peace within you. There must be a peace that resonates within you. You can't say yes unless you you have that peace. So the scripture tells us, my peace I give unto you, not as the world give it. My peace I give unto you, not as the world give it. The world can give us a certain kind of peace. It can give us a lack of noise, a quiet country place, or an ocean trip. That is the peace that the world can give. People travel to far places, but they travel with themselves. And they return home with themselves. You hear me? My peace I give unto you, not as the world give it. The world can give us a certain kind of peace. It can give us a lack of noise, a quiet country place, or, or cruise. That is the peace that the world can give. People travel far places, but they travel with themselves, and they return home with themselves. We cannot, any of us, give away from ourselves. We have a problem. If we have a problem, we take it with us wherever we go. You can't give it away. You travel far, but you return with yourself. We must stop all such futile efforts. 
the human mind is not the Christ. Hear me somebody, please. The human mind is not the Christ. For many years, mental efforts have been tried. The words of the Bible say, My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. What good then is all this thinking that we have been doing? The truth of the matter is that the human mind plays no part in any healing or any lifting of anybody. The only factor is spiritual healing work is the Christ. The only factor in spiritual healing work is the Christ. People are going to come to you with their problems. You have to gain an inner peace first before you can help them because you can't help nobody if your spirit is in turmoil. Spiritual healing means that healing which come from one when one realizes Christ consciousness rather than from mental agreement or external means such as medicine or surgery. My peace I give unto you. In that peace that passeth understanding, in that quiet, in that stillness, the peace of God, the power of God is made manifest and it does its work. In our work, in the spiritual path that we, we seem to be moving in, many people come wanting only loaves and fishes instead of seeking for their God self. With that, we need not be concerned. We are not to be concerned with what they appear to want. We just sing our song. Those who can receive it will. Others may not be ready. You will find that more healing take place through a smile. Just by giving somebody a smile. You know, today I listened to the news and you know, they did <laughs> how did they, this? they did some survey and they say that Canada has the sixth highest rate of suicide. Could you imagine that? Canada that has the lowest unemployment rate and that doesn't have the kind of violence like some other places. We're not we're not carrying on any war. There's no country that bombing us. Have the sixth highest rate. That means there's a lot of people with mental issues, even though circumstances may look good, even though things look good, even though our health care is free. We have a high rate of mental disease people are not getting the mental health that they need mental health is a real issue and you can do a lot of healing just simply by giving a smile just a smile a simple smile you will find more healing taking place 
through a smile, through the simple suggestion of the presence of God. Whenever you pass somebody on the streets and they seem somehow to be displeasing to your spirit, just call the presence of God. Call the presence of God upon them. That's it. A smile and the presence of God. So you can do more healing through a, a simple smile, through the simple recognition of, of the presence of God than will ever take place through any mental striving and, 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 and purity and, and hosting a whole bunch of stuff and doing a whole bunch of shimmy dimmy and all kinds. And just a smile and calling the presence of God, recognizing the God in them, recognizing the Christ in them. A smile. The Holy Ghost, the Christ itself, coming into consciousness and dispelling the errors of sense. If you could recognize the, the presence of the Christ in them, that Holy Ghost, the descent, the healing will start to take place when the Holy Ghost, the Christ itself, coming into consciousness and dispelling the errors of, of sense. Because if you could see the Christ in them, then the Christ is in you as well. Where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. So in this world, as we're moving forward, with all this mental disease and mental illnesses that's going about, our purpose is to lift up one another. And you could do that with a smile and call in the presence of God into their consciousness. And once the presence of God is there, that's it. Because the presence of God will dispel all the all his sense of errors. It's no real error, but it's a sense of it. All he needs is his grace. All he needs is his presence. God bless you. I hope we get something from this. Amen. 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 I would like to hear from you if you if you get anything from this. This, this is tough. I know it's not easy, but we have to tackle these subjects you have to God is bringing you somewhere I'm just a vehicle just like just like all of you those of you who would like to comment I'm listening yes Pastor Gloria I thank you for such a powerful message and I concur with everybody and, and for me the takeaway is us having a peace of God we, we, we carry that peace of God with us. And you know, I, I thought about a magnet. Anything that is magnetized, sometimes we look at it, it looks normal, but it meets another magnet and it just pulls it into itself. And you know, God promised that he would teach us. And the only way God could teach us is if we have God in ourselves. And you're saying that we carry a piece of God. We are we with God, and that's the that's the consciousness that you you you're reminding us always that we have. We are manifesting as God. It is really God in us manifesting as us. And in order for God to teach us, in order for God to bring the right teachers, as we are getting every Thursday, every Monday, every Tuesday, every day. Is because God is attracting Himself to Himself. 
So we, that's why he says we are God, you know, Pastor Gloria, and I'm understanding that whole I consciousness, God in us. And he is teaching us because we are him. And that's the only way we can connect with God. God cannot connect with anybody outside of himself. He cannot because he is God. And he has deposited in us himself to do the work that he has called us to do on this earth, wherever we are. Pastor Gloria, thank you so much. It, it, just, it just makes spiritual direction easier because I know what I do has been driven by God from the beginning. Thank you, Pastor Gloria. God bless you so much. Thank you. Amen, amen, and amen. Next week, we're going to continue with peace and we're going to see what it takes to dispel the storm. Just what is required to walk on waters as we continue in John. God bless you all. Amen.